All right, everybody. Welcome in. There is a Twitter space that will start in about five minutes with Elon Musk and Jim Farley. Once this live stream is over, I'll have chapters below so you can skip ahead right away. But it's about those starting about five minutes. I am doing some housekeeping stuff on the back end because this thing just broke not too long ago. And uh, as a YouTuber, I have a bunch of stuff to do so that I don't look like a complete unprofessional idiot, just a little unprofessional. <laughs> so come in, make sure you can see me, make sure you can hear me. Let me know where you're from. We already seen some people. Make sure you can hear me okay. We got Lakeland, Florida. We got uh, Randy. We got Mike. Come on in, everybody. This should be an interesting little announcement or potentially a big one. So it will start very shortly in about um, in about four minutes now at 4.30 p.m. Central. And it's going to be fascinating to see what we hear from Jim Farley and Elon Musk. They'll be hosting a Twitter space together titled uh, Advancing the EV Transition. And I'm also going to try to join it and ask a question on this space. I uh, will have the Twitter space beamed into this stream. Thank you, Mimi. Welcome back. Thank you so much. I was on vacation for seven days. I feel nice and refreshed. Um, yeah, so I will have the Twitter space up. I will try my best to get the audio quality as good as humanly possible. And um, I'll boost the the, vid, the the audio. So on your end, just giving you a heads up, or on your end, you may have to boost the audio a little bit, but I'll try to make sure it's as loud as I can make it so that you can hear what they're saying as clearly as possible. So make sure you can hear me okay. I think all my background stuff is done, uh, I hope. And uh, yeah, so we'll see. We'll see what they announce. I'll share my screen so you can kind of see what I'm talking about here. Um, there is a space that was scheduled by Jim Farley. You can see it right here. Uh, as soon as I share my screen, present, share screen, uh, share audio, Jim Farley. Perfect. So you should be able to see my screen. Jim Farley, 98, and Elon Musk accelerating EV adoption today at 4.30 p.m. Central, which is in about uh, two minutes. Uh, just listen on Twitter is another great option. <laughs> Definitely, if you have Twitter, go on Twitter and pull it up there. But in case um, in case you don't have Twitter, uh, I'm making this stream, and then we'll have a post uh, call discussion as well just to see what, what gets announced. So as soon as the um, space is up and running, I'll make sure to join it. In the meantime, give me your best, uh, what do you think is going to be announced? Do you think anything is going to be announced that's going to be game-breaking? Do you think there is anything that is going to be game-changing? Is there any, yeah, what's your thought? It's, this is like, a, this came out of nowhere. Um, this came out of nowhere. So I was on a space with Yaman and them on Twitter Spaces while this broke, and a lot of speculation was around Hardware 4, potentially partnership, full self-driving partnership charging partnership, raw material partnership. But drop your best guess in the comment section below what you think this space will be about. Um, again, it will start in about one minute. Usually these spaces run a few minutes late. And uh, <laughs> the last one with Ron DeSantis yesterday broke the space. So I, I wonder that's why Jim decided to host the space instead of Elon so it doesn't, um, doesn't go crazy. So... Um, Conrad thinks it's just going to be a chat. It's not going to be anything crazy. Uh, we got people from Tennessee. Welcome in. Welcome in. Um, 
is Tesla licensing to Ford? That's one of the speculations. Uh, I think my gut tells me that there might be an announcement around charging partnership. Um, and maybe Ford is going to get on Tesla standard, or maybe they'll Tesla will help Ford get into it or something. But um, yeah, we'll, we'll see what they announce. I'm actually very interested to see what gets announced here. So I have the space ready. So once it's ready to go, I'll go ahead and play it once it boots up and then we'll get started. So we have another guest here, NACS and charging. Yeah, I really do think it could be around charging. It's going to be sharing the charging network for sure. The supercharger network. Yeah. Um, Tesla doesn't want legacy OEMs to be out of business. More likely licensing Tesla hardware, FSD and charging. Okay. Yep. I, I think I think those are good guesses. Uh, a test sword, Ford Slavia van. <laughs> Had to guess something nobody else already guessed. Nice one, Mimi. That's why we can always count on you to give us some awesome guesses. Um, let's go ahead and refresh this. Okay, it still hasn't started. We'll give it uh, a few more minutes. It should start any minute now. Uh, again, if you're joining us, there is a Twitter space that's about to go live with CEO, the CEO of Ford, Jim Farley, and the CEO of Tesla, Elon Musk. And the space is titled Accelerating EV Adoption, and it's being hosted by Jim Farley, and it should start any minute. Depending on the announcement, if there's any announcements from this uh, space, it could be quite industry-defining. So I'm very curious to see what happens here. Um, so we'll refresh it again. Okay, still hasn't started. No problem. And then once the space starts, I will again ask you to make sure that you can confirm that you can hear the space clearly. I will go on mute and then I'm going to join the space from my phone so that I hopefully have a chance to ask a question uh, while the space is going. Uh, so you will not, um, I will not engage directly with the stream um, as far as like talking or anything. I'll be on mute so we can all listen in together uh, so that there's no interruptions as well. So another refresh. Okay. So it looks like we're up. Do confirm that you can hear. Can you hear a little bit of a song in the background? Just gonna hear that. Boop, boop, beep, boop, beep. Boop, beep, boop. You should be able to hear like a boop, beep, boop, beep. Please confirm. Boop, beep, boop, beep. Can y'all hear that boop, beep, boop, beep? I'll wait for confirmation. Okay, we can hear it. Perfect. So I'm gonna go on mute. Can y'all hear Jim? Hi, Elon. Are you there? I am. Um, hey, so. so this is a cool Twitter Spaces. That learning a lot about this platform. Yeah, um, I mean it's a great way to 
talk directly to people um, and have uh, just a kind of a real-time conversation. Um, and um, yeah, so uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, thanks for doing this. So I guess, yeah. um, so would you like to make the announcement? Yeah. Thank you, Elon. Um, and, you know, working with Elon and his team, I'm really excited for for um, our industry and and for the Ford customers. We're going to be we're, we're announcing that in early 2024, all of Ford's uh, existing customers and future customers would have access to 12,000 Tesla superchargers, high speed superchargers across the U.S. We're really excited about that. We're, you know, ramping production, and we think this is a huge um, move for our industry and for all electric customers. And um, and then uh, about a year later, we're going to be equipping our Fords when when we go to our second generation electric vehicles with the uh, NACS um, uh, interface. So it's uh, really, Elon. I want to thank you and your team. It's been great working with you so far, and. I, I'm really excited about what this means for customers. How did, you know, we've been talking about this for a while, you and I, what, uh, what yeah. are your thoughts? Uh, yeah, well, um, uh, well, it's, it's certainly uh, super exciting to be uh, uh, in partnership with Ford, um, uh, have a trans amount of respect for Ford as a company and uh, makes great, great vehicles. So, <clears throat> um, yeah, this this is uh, you know it's something where where we're super happy to support um, uh, um, Ford vehicles with uh, the Tesla supercharging network, um, and uh, you know also provide um, uh, API access. So like uh, you know a so like a, a Ford vehicle can charge at a Tesla supercharger using a Ford app um, seamlessly. Um, essentially, like the the idea is that like we, we don't want the Tesla supercharger network to be like a walled gar a walled garden you know to we want it to be something that is supportive of um, electrification and and uh, sustainable transport in general so um, and we're very very much appreciative of of uh, Ford's uh, you know interest in in partnering on this front so uh, it's it is uh, in our intent to do uh, everything uh, possible to support um, Ford and and have Ford be on an equal footing um, at uh, Tesla superchargers. Well, this is a really really big deal for for our customers um, because opening yeah we have about ten thousand fast chargers now, but twelve thousand we and we love we love the locations we love the reliability your routing software. Um, the ease of use of of the connector, um, the reliability of it, um, I think it's it's a pretty amazing what you, what you and your team have have done for for the customers. Um, how, how are you seeing things in Europe? Because I know that's a little bit different. Well, the the, the Europe spec. Um, it's funny. Um, I actually went to visit the EU. Um, Minister of Transport, because I was uh, this is several years ago, um, because I, I was actually pretty upset about the EU design. And honestly, it was it was it was somewhat of a Kafkaesque situation. Um, 
where, where I, was, I was told, well, you know, it was designed by a committee. I'm like, well, we didn't know this committee existed. Um, <laughs> It's like, well, <laughs> but you should have known. Like, I'm like, well, how are we supposed to provide input on something we didn't know existed? This is not possible. Mm. And, and it hadn't yet become law or anything. Uh, so I was like, well, how about if there's alternatives? You know, like you can have two or, you know. And um, but, but unfortunately, the, the EU connector is very much a design by committee situation. Um, and um, but we're, we're, we're somewhat stuck with it. In fact, we're. we're not even allowed to have private uh, networks in the in the in the EU that have um, the North American connector. So, um, but but I think it, it, it is the the you know, the team's done done a, a good job and it's it, it's a pretty great connector. So, um, mm. and and, I, and if if we you know working with with Ford and, and perhaps others uh, can make it the North American standard, I think the the consumers will be uh, all the better for it. Um, so. Um, yeah. I know you and I've been, you know, talking about what we can do t together to advance, um, you know, the the industry and the customer experience. But it became clear to me I was I was on vacation with my family last year in Lake Tahoe. I was driving back, I think, to Monterey, and my kids kids kept look uh, looking at me and going, "Hey, Dad, there's another supercharger." Uh, we, can you yeah. can we stop there how about how about there how about on the i5 dad i was like no we have to go we have to go over here behind this other building and so uh, it kind of became obvious to me you know the job your team had done and and what it means for customers absolutely so well um you know it, our, our goal really is to be helpful as helpful as possible in accelerating towards sustainable transport um and um you know that that's also like why, why we open source our patents um and and many of our designs are open sourced so um you're just glad to be as helpful as as possible um and um and i think we i think you alluded to it but we should, we should mention that there will be an adapter uh in yeah. the interim. um so i think we're aiming for that adapter to be in production uh, early next year, I, I think. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And that and that's a really big deal because that, you know, I mean, we're we don't we don't have as many uh, EV customers as you do, but uh, we still have plenty. And you know, for them to be able to have this benefit early next year already and not have to like buy a new car is, I think, a real statement uh, by you and the Tesla team you know, to, to, to be really thinking, um, prioritizing the, the customer's experience. Um, so, you know, that, that's, that's really a big deal. And of course, we're really, we're totally committed to the NACS um, uh, interface itself going forward. That sounds great. Um, well, should, should we maybe take some, we take some questions. Um, Perfect. Um, Let's see. Maybe far far as that. Um, I I have one. I think that's pretty cool. I see, which is, um, which is, um, how will how much it will cost? And so I was thinking that that's a good one. I you know we'll obviously try right. to make it as affordable and competitive as possible early next year, um, and we'll have different kinds of payment options like subscriptions, etc. Yeah, it's. I think it, it will not be cost prohibitive. It'll be, you know, 
something's quite quite affordable you know in, in the in the hundreds of dollars range uh, you know it's a, it's it's, a, it's an adapter so it's not it's not super expensive yep uh, um, <clears throat> let's see so Farzad, did you have a question? Sure. Yeah. No, thank you for bringing me up. Hi, Elon. Hi, Jim. Uh, congrats on the announcement. Um, yeah, Jim, I just want to give you props. I think um, out of all the legacy automakers, I really like the leadership that you've sort of driven for Ford, having the guts and the bravery of, uh, you know, really allowing the public seeing the financials for all your uh, business units, I think is, is quite the a leadership standpoint that I think should be noticed by the rest of the industry. Um, how, how do you view that decision uh, within the context of sort of uh, this decision here today, and what are some of the, I guess, challenges or things that you've been able to learn from uh, going through this transition, sort of this next generation of Ford, and uh, sort of at just high level, how are you thinking about Ford where it stands today? Uh, I think it's just it's just very impressive how you all decided to do that. I think it's really really cool. Well, I think you know, obviously Tesla, you know storm through the train station like 300 kilometer per hour shinkins and so it's like um you know we're learning a lot uh, i'd say um splitting out the business really has been a game changer for us because it's given us a lot like we really are focused on like this decision on trying to work uh on behalf of the customer um and and maybe when, when it was not broken out we didn't have that laser focus. I think some of the things that we learned, frankly, a lot, of, a lot of them from Elon's team is, you know, our our industry is kind of obsessed with these huge batteries, and I think that's maybe not the right approach. You know, we should make the battery as small as possible, actually, with a really competitive user experience range, but have like really great fast charging experience combined with that. You know, so we don't have to be driving around, you know, $20,000 of extra batteries for customers. Um, yeah, exactly. And, yeah. So I, I think I've learned that. And also the embedded electric architecture, you know, fully updatable vehicle, like it's super hard what Tesla's done. And I totally respect them, you know, to do that, um, to make a fully software updatable vehicle. And we're in the process of doing, but it's super hard. <laughs> it's super hard. Yes. <laughs> um, well, I mean, Jim, we're happy to be helpful in, in you know, in, in other respects with, you know, on the software front, um, that there may be, you know, um, some, you know, something where we can be helpful there, you know, in the same way that like maybe Android is, you know, helpful uh, to the, the phone industry as, as sort of a general standard, like we could uh, potentially open, you know, I think open source more code and, you know, we're just, we'd love to be helpful in any way that we can. Yeah. Um, I, I, I think that's super important. It shouldn't stop now. I'm, I'm actually really interested, Elon, in your experience so far in Corpus Christi and processing raw materials. It seems like you're really learning a lot. Yeah. I mean, we, our actual goal is to do the, the least amount, uh, <laughs> possible, for, but, but, but then we end, end up hitting these choke points, uh, or, or we anticipate hitting choke points, um, so the uh, a lot of the vertical integration uh is is really out of necessity um and uh you know if we, if we find that there are suppliers that are solving the problem and and there's a there's good visibility into uh the the, the future uh output uh, roadmap then 
uh, you know, th there may be cases where we would, you know, um, redirect those resources from what what they're doing to something else because we got we got a, a, a triage list of problems a mile long. So, mm -hmm. uh, uh, but but the you know we we did see a pretty serious issue with uh, lithium refining. Um, there, there's a lot of lithium ore in the world. Um, like when one looks at the uh, sort of uh, lithium reserves, that that's actually a tiny fraction of the amount of lithium that 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 is that exists. Um, but but the the processing of lithium um, it's just, it seems to be a significant choke point. So that's that's the reason for our lithium refinery uh, that we just um, broke ground on in Corpus Christi, and then we've got a cathode refinery that's um, on the same piece of land as our factory in Austin. Um, that's that's for a nickel-based cathode. And then we're we're just trying to figure out, like, man, do we need to do the anode too? Hopefully not. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. But if someone else could please do that, that would be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> um, mm -hmm. we, it's, it's synthetic uh, graphite. Uh, there's a big market for it. I recommend yeah. entrepreneurs. I, I mean, I see so many entrepreneurs, like, you know, in Silicon Valley, doing like a software startup, or you know, sort of chasing the latest, greatest, latest thing. But but not enough of um the talent in north america i think goes into heavy industry um and the, the the crazy thing is like the opportunity in heavy industry is tremendous um and um so i just would really like to encourage entrepreneurs to to think about things that that don't involve you know uh an app on a phone basically um so <laughs> apps on a phone we need them but like you know i just think yep. we have an over allocation of talent <laughs> yeah towards apps on phones <laughs> coming from ford i totally agree with you <laughs> yeah. yeah totally totally agree um <laughs> it's, it, it is super hard making cars <laughs> <So> yeah <laughs> well it's super hard making embedded electric architectures too <laughs> right back at you yeah <laughs> yeah Definitely. um, um I, I, and it's it's like uh you know, I, I guess you know uh, California gets a lot of flack, but but I have to say, like the the, the Tesla and SpaceX teams in, in California are work like hell. Um, you know, we run the the Fremont plant twenty four seven um, in the Bay Area, um, and uh, and the output at sort of on a Sunday morning is about the same as on a, a, mon a Monday afternoon. Um, and, and then I was like, well, do we have quality issues maybe mm. that are differential? Because like, who really wants to work at four a.m. on a Sunday? Mm. Um, <laughs> right, but but, but actually, but no, no, no. It's 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 slightly counterintuitive. Uh, we actually, I mean, look, you know, quality is always a challenge. Yeah, <laughs> it's always a challenge. But um, but but actually, the quality uh, is slightly worse uh, on a on a Monday than it is on um, a Sunday night shift, uh, which is counterintuitive. Um, oh my god, that's that's <laughs> interesting. It um, is. Uh, so I know. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm getting some questions about um, all the existing Ford chargers. Yeah, the the everything will still work. So so we're good with that. Um, should should we enable yeah. car dealership guy to? <laughs> I don't know him, right? Oh yes. Oh my God, is that Mike Sullivan? <laughs> it might be. Oh yeah, there we go. Yep, we'll we'll enable. Okay. Car dealer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mike, is that is that you calling from Santa Monica? Talking to me, Mike. I'm not talking. <laughs> Mike, 
Mike, check your mic. <laughs> <laughs> hey, how, how are you guys doing? I'm, I'm definitely not a mic. Uh, but, but but i but i have a mic so uh hey appreciate you appreciate you bringing me up elon jim hey farzad uh jim i have a question for you regarding and i I did miss the whole beginning part of this so apologies if you already (laughs) spoke about this but how do you reconcile how do you reconcile the shift to electrification um and and specifically with you know the standards that you know you have a massive dealer network throughout the country um so so that entire shift with the the fact that you know at the end of the day if we're just being objective your your customer or a, a one of your customers is the dealer still and of course the dealer network and yeah. you know how do you reconcile all of that and i'm coming from a position where you know i don't know how much you know about my mission but i'm really trying to deliver transparent insights into, into the car market in an unbiased way i'm a used car dealer so i don't have a horse in this race per se so I'll, I'll leave it at that. I'll take a pause, but go ahead. Thanks. Yeah, I think, you know, I had the opportunity to lead Scion and I learned a lot um, from that experience. I think when you look at the net promoter score uh, of people who buy vehicles, you know, they, they really want transparency in the pricing. So net, early next year, we're going to be going to non-negotiated pricing and more and more people want to do business remotely. Um, so we want to offer that. But, you know, when you get an accident or you have questions, I mean, people are going to want to talk to someone. Um, so I, I think I think there's an answer out there. If I look at markets like Norway that are very, you know, that have really adopted electrification, there's some combination uh, that I think we're moving to that is good for the customer. Um, and I don't think it's it's odds with, you know, the, the system has been there for 120 years. But uh, of course, for like commercial vehicles, it's a little different. Um, you know, that network has to do a lot of repair vehicles. They're heavily used. And and so, you know, physical service is like super important for commercial customers. But, but I, think, I think we're moving to a different experience. Um, and that will be, from my experience, that will be a good thing. Look, I, I don't necessarily disagree on, I think that, you know, I'm, I, I love the business and I think Tesla's an enigma in the sense that, you know, it's been D to C um, since very early on and that's how the company was built. I think, you know, speaking, I get tons of DMs every day and so it's very, I'm in a very interesting position where I, I have a very, you know, strong pulse on the market and, you know, you're the CEO of the company, so I'm sure you do too, clearly. But I'm constantly seeing stuff like, you know, blue sky multiples and for anyone in the audience that doesn't know what that means it just means the multiple that ford stores are selling now they they keep declining and and wh- the, the reason that's important the reason i pay attention to that in, in what i do is because that just tells me that's a there has a direct correlation to dealer sentiment and what mm. dealers think that you know the future holds for a specific brand and so i think you know that that's where my head is at thinking how how does that work itself out i understand you're right that you know, there's different reasons why DTC can be better for a customer or a dealer network or anything in between. Like we can argue that all day. Um, and I think it, execu- it really does come to, down to execution in a sense. But I still wonder how, how does this all play out given that there is a dealer network and, you know, that is the, the reality of how the company's structured, you know, going through that transition. It, yeah, it's, it's off. Yeah, I think... Um, 
I think it is a transition and we're learning. Yeah, what, what how I kind of think of it is like we're going into a second inning of a nine-inning game. So, you know, we're going to make adjustments along the way. I just don't see it as an either-or. Um, I, I just don't. I, 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 I think we need physical outlets here and there. Yeah, I'd, I'd agree with that. Um, we, we should probably not stray to just FI for yeah. one because it, it'll, it'll, this could easily, you know, go be like a several hour long um, Q&A about Tesla and Ford. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, you know, we want to say reasonably on topic. Um, so, uh, you know, if, if there are additional speaker requests, uh, please, uh, that, that's, that's totally cool. But um, we want to stay reasonably on topic. So, uh, with that in mind, do you still have a question? <laughs> no, I, I appreciate it. Like I said, I apologize. I didn't miss, I missed the beginning. But I think, you know, that all, when I think about the acceleration EV, and I've had, I've spoken with several guests that are, you know, very active in the EV space, not, not Tesla, but, you know, I just think it's, I, I think through that as, you know, what does the world look like in five, 10 years? Where is EV adoption? And what, what does that percentage look like? So, look, guys, I think it's really cool to see that the two of you on this platform doing this together. So kudos to you for, um, really teaming up on that. This is good to see. And um, yeah, I'll, uh, that's all for me for now. Thank you. Okay, sounds good. Um, hey, Jim. Hey, hey, Elon. Um, this is Sergio Rodriguez out here in Monterey, California. So I am absolutely shocked to see this partnership go down. I am mm. impressed <laughs> as all can be. I mean, <laughs> if everybody anybody knows me, they know that I'm completely shocked right now. I don't even I, I, I don't know where north, south, east, west is right now. But I appreciate the fact that there's going to be a movement forward in as, as far as this electrification. And that way we can get these naysayers that are out there that, you know, feel that uh, range anxiety is is limiting and people can't do this and people can't do that. My question goes to. How is the charging speed going to be for us fours on your network? Are we going to be able to charge at our full capacity? Because I know that with the Magic Dock, when I tested it, it was throttled back a bit. Um, it'll, it'll really be at, at whatever the, the physical limit is of the, the wiring. And so we'll, we'll make sure that the adapter is not the limiting factor. So it will, and, and the, the supercharge will not be the limiting factor. So it will really be... Um, you know, and anything that's on the vehicle side wiring, but we, we, we'll we'll certainly give go as 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 fast as the the vehicle battery will allow. Um, so you know, it, it is it's certainly the Tesla intent to make this a um, you know a seamless and positive experience for uh, Ford uh, owners. Perfect. That's great. Thank you. Thank you, Elon. I know we're getting the end of our. Uh, end of our time, but I have to ask you. I, um, from my podcast, I talked to Neil and to uh, Tyson, and 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 we were both um, DeGrasse Tyson, and we were both oh, yeah. kind of wondering where is the Tesla Roadster in the universe right now? Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I, I have a uh, feeling funny like you, you track it. <laughs> <laughs> well, we have to say for, for everyone out there who. As a reservation on Tesla Roadster, I'd just like to say thank you for your patience, um, uh, because and, and we, we are certainly testing the patience of uh, of, of the, te the new Tesla Roadster customers. Um, I, I'm actually in the studio here um, uh, with uh, our head of design, actually, and, and uh, our head of vehicle engineering, um, 
So <laughs> Lars and Franz, Franz hey, are here. Yes. <laughs> Lars and Franz are here. <laughs> Lars and Franz are here. Um, so we were actually just looking at the, uh, the, the so we're, we're hoping to finish the, the design of the, the engineering of the new roads to this year and hopefully uh, reach production towards the end of next year. I mean, I do want to emphasize that this is financially sort of a, a small, small potatoes situation. Um, you know, it's not going to move the needle in a major way financially. So I, I've characterized it as the, it's not even the icing on the cake, it's the cherry on the icing on the cake. Mm -hmm. um, but it's, it's still, it's, it, you know, it'll be a, a, a really, really cool thing. And, uh, and, um, you know, and, and there's a, some, something, you know, poetic about, uh, we started off with a roadster and well, we're not going to end with a roadster, but, <laughs> but it's nice to, 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 to have it rhyme and come back with, with the, uh, a new version so and where, and, where is the one where is the one in space like where, oh, yeah <laughs> how far out is it well there's actually somebody maintains a website called where is roadster.com um, oh really yeah so at any given point you can uh see where it is um but we we, we ran the uh sort of orbital calculations forward about 10 million years and it did not appear to hit anything for the next 10 million years so it's uh you know, never know when something might come out of nowhere, but uh, it, it'll it'll be there. In, in theory, it'll be there um, after the even after the pyramids have eroded. So it's it's a long term. You know, the aliens. If aliens come in the future, they were like, "Hey, what's this thing?" Um, <laughs> and, and then we have we have a, we have a tiny roadster, uh, like a matchbox car roadster, on the dashboard of the roadster. So they'll be like. And maybe they'll think they must they must have worshipped these things. This must be like their religious symbol of something, you know. Um, yeah, I don't know. Um, but uh, yeah, that's cool. <laughs> I I just want to uh, thank Elon uh, to you and your team for for uh, you know working together on behalf of all of our customers and for all the customers calling in. Just want to thank you uh, for doing so. We're really pumped up about working with with you to, you know, make our customers' lives better. And uh, we're really thankful for um, your partnership. Likewise, sir, um, it's an honor to be working with uh, a great company like Ford. And um, so, yeah, it's uh, look, looking forward to doing perhaps more in the future, so. Well, yeah, and uh, let's do this again. It's been, I've learned a lot and um, uh, yeah, it's a great platform. All right, cool. Sounds good. Thank you. Okay, thank you. Oh, right. did it end? Bye. All right. Sorry if I ended that a, a little early. Wow. Wow. Okay. I'm surprised, kind of. I that was my uh, my prediction was that they were gonna talk about charging, and they did. <laughs> I'm usually not very good at predicting stuff, but uh, today I was, so I'm uh, proud of myself for that one. Um, yeah, let me know. Uh, let me know what you think. I think that was awesome. I think that was a really cool thing uh, having uh, sort of Ford and Tesla, really their CEOs, their leaders, on the same call. Um, just having just a very casual conversation about their announcement. It really does feel like we're in sort of a new way of making announcements now with Twitter spaces. We're sort of moving away from this.
cookie cutter, um, you know, like uh, here's a press release and here are actors and here's a coconut. I don't know. Just, you know, just a super uh, acted thing. And this is more a uh, sitting down and having just a casual chat of the two leaders uh, of the two leaders rather in a uh, sort of non almost professional setting where I think a lot of candid stuff can come up. And so really the, the thing, biggest thing we learned is that Tesla and Ford are going to partner up on the supercharger network. Uh, it's it's going to start as an adapter for Ford to be able to hook up to every single supercharger in the States for every Ford vehicle starting in 24, 2024 with their existing and new lineup, which basically means that every Ford is going to have access to the entire Tesla supercharger network, which sounds like it's a competitive advantage for Ford versus every other EV and removes one of the biggest sort of um, barriers of entry for a Ford shopper for say like a Maki or a Lightning, which is phenomenal. I think that's a really, really good call for Ford. Um, again, I'm very impressed by Jim Farley, man. It's, I, I, I talk about him in a positive light quite often on this channel. And I think him opening up the, um, the books for everyone to see how the EV side performs uh, this early in the game was it was the right move. And that was sort of my question to him was, now that you have done this, like, was this sort of one of the things that helped you arrive to this situation? And uh, his interesting was really his answer was really interesting. I go back and listen to it because I was super nervous <laughs> and I wasn't able to take in like the first uh, few minutes of his question. And then after my heart rate went back down from 160, I was able to uh, start absorbing what what the, uh, Elon said, not even what Jim said. So really big news, I believe. I think this is a sets a, a sort of. Um, I think it sets a tone for the United States, at least the United States market that says, hey, Tesla is a legitimate player. Tesla is a legitimate automaker and they have a uh, an, an infrastructure, uh, a unique infrastructure advantage in the sense that they own their charging network. And Ford, who is one of the uh, longest uh, running car companies in the world uh, and an American icon, really, if you really think about it. Uh, has decided to partner directly with Tesla, which is a newcomer American company, to uh, utilize their charging network and giving Ford an advantage versus the rest of its competitors. So it's fantastic. I think I think it's a fantastic thing. It's good for Ford, and it's also good for Tesla because now Tesla is going to be able to make uh, revenue from the Fords that get sold, right? So for every Ford that is sold moving forward, Tesla is going to be able to make money off of every Ford uh, from from charging. And now you extend this out to every automaker. And if Ford is doing it, very likely that GM is going to do it. Very likely that Chrysler is going to do it. Very likely that BMW is going to do it, right? So it's, I think it's a signal that says that Ford will probably be the first one of many. And, you know, we got to sit down and do the math on what this means to Tesla from a financial perspective. But it's obvious that, you know, it's, it's happening. And what's even doubly interesting is that this announcement was made on Elon's company <laughs> and on Twitter, which uh, gave a very unique sort of um, sort of dynamic. Let me know what you think in the comments. Very cool. You know, somebody says here, goodbye, Electrify America. I agree. I, I, I don't understand what the advantage of Electrify America is now. Now that, um, you know, the supercharger network's getting to a point where... Uh, Tesla is going to be able to leverage its uh, capabilities across multiple brands and not just its own. Uh, I think it really shows that speed 
and reliability in the charging infrastructure is the, by far the biggest competitive advantage. And Tesla is fortunate enough to not just sell the cars, but also the charging infrastructure, and they're going to be able to win from offering that solution. So it's fantastic. Uh, yeah, if I, I uh, yeah, for sure. Buck, thank you so much again. Dude, Buck is one of the OG supporters of this channel. Thank you, brother. Mary Barra just announced GM is partnering with the Amish community for the horse and buggy shared feeding program. Mary led. Man, if only Mary was more like Jim. That should be a shirt. If only Mary was more like Jim. What do you think? Did I just come up with a... <laughs> Buck, you're like the merch beast. Let me know if um, if that's a good idea. Ford could use Tesla's help. Yeah, I think I think Ford, you know... I think it was interesting during the during the conversation how they were openly having a discussion around, um, you know, some of the challenges that Ford was change is facing and then what Tesla was facing from a lithium refining perspective. It was it was really cool. It was really really cool. And uh, yeah, man, there's there's a friendship there. I think you can kind of tell by the tones of their voices that those two get along great. Uh, so it's uh, very very fun. Uh, so it's an adapter and not moving to NACS. I just tuned in. Sorry. I believe so. It's an adapter and they're moving to NACS. I have to go back and listen to it, but do confirm for me that this is the case in the comments. Uh, but it will definitely be an adapter to start. And I believe over time they'll move to the uh, the charging standard. Um, this is uh, much bigger than it seems on this day in history. Yeah, I think it's, it's a signal. It, it's a signal. It's a significant signal that says what Tesla has built is a competitive advantage. And, um, you know. That's uh, that's something. That's something. Do you think uh, Ford is going to move the charge port to the rear left? Uh, probably with new models starting in 2024, this could be the case because then they'll be able to utilize the the supercharger network in the way it was intended. Because every Tesla car has it on the rear, yeah, in the rear left. While I think Machis have it in the front left. Correct me if I'm wrong, or front right. I don't think it's in the rear. I think it's in the front. Um. But then it means it can pull in, but it's not long enough. So yeah, we'll see. We'll see what what the solution is. But it would be it would it would make sense. Uh, will Tesla be making money by partnering with Ford? Absolutely. Uh, Tesla will make money from the Ford customers charging at Tesla stations, and Tesla will be able to charge them a charging fee uh, for every Ford that uh, is arrives. And it sounds like they'll be able to utilize the supercharger network using the Ford app. It's not just the Tesla app. They'll be able to use the Ford app. If I understood that correctly, correct me if I'm wrong. But that that's really cool customer implementation, right, from Ford's standpoint and how they're focusing on the customer experience. I think that's a great move. I think that's a really, really good move. Uh, I think the Tesla and Ford cooperation there, I think partnership is a big plus for both. Proves Ford is same and gets Tesla some more recognition. 100% agree. Uh, I think it's great for both. It's, it's like a win-win relationship. Customers will buy more Fords uh, and uh, Tesla will make money from Ford customers by charging. But then if you're offering the best charging product, then it's really a win-win situation for everybody. So what if Ford can't really make EV vehicles happen? I mean, this is really the age-old question of legacy automakers being able to scale uh, fast enough to survive the transition. Uh, but but they're definitely trying. And I am again impressed by Jim's openness uh, and and sort of his ability to stay pragmatic and humble and really understanding the dynamic of what's going on. Uh, and um, that's the first step you need. You need a leader that's willing to do that. So props to Jim, man. I can't say it enough. I think Jim, I think Jim is a badass. Out of all the legacy automaker CEOs, he's by far my favorite one. Um, not Mary Barra, sorry. As much as you might think that. 
Uh, did Elon hint at licensing FSC in the future? He definitely said that, you know, uh, anything that Ford needs help with, Tesla's more than willing to help uh, them. So to me, that sounds like a lot of things. I wish I could ask a follow-up question. I was I wanted to sort of unmute and ask another question, but I wanted to be respectful of the of the rest of the people because I knew they didn't have enough a lot of time. Um, but my question, my follow-up was going to be around raw material sourcing too, uh, which Hans from our community uh, sort of brought up as a point in a, in a Twitter space. Um, I really think that could be a, a thing where maybe if Tesla and another player can come together and uh, go into partnership in alleviating their biggest bottleneck for building EVs, which is lithium refining as one and then sourcing of materials as other one. Maybe you go into partnership with a Ford or somebody else and say, yo, let's go and freaking get these freaking raw materials because we need to make as many, as many EVs as humanly possible. So yeah, yeah, I, I could see this. It opens the door, right? This Ford relationship opens the door. It starts with charging, but it could go into licensing of software. It could be raw material partnership. It could be drivetrain licensing. It could be battery, you know, battery and drivetrain purchases, licensing of whatever else. Who knows? They could freaking get bots at a discount rate in their factories because they have an account open with Tesla. And Tesla's like, yo, I'll give you 5% off because you open your supercharger network with me. And now your labor goes down. I don't know. You tell me. It's crazy. Like it, it, You open the door, anything can happen. That's the beautiful thing about business. You open the door to a relationship. They obviously have a good relationship. Uh, they they really are um, They're praising each other's efforts. And so with that open door, anything can happen. So yeah, crazy, crazy, crazy stuff. So Big stuff, man. Transitioning the world to sustainable energy. Tesla's goal is advanced by helping Ford. Yeah. And and Ford is able to uh, thrive as a business by leveraging the best charging network in the country. That's where it really comes back, come down to. So awesome, man. Cool, cool stuff. Uh, let's wrap it up there so y'all can go uh, enjoy the rest of your day. Ground, groundbreaking day. And then I'm going to sink this. I'm going to let this sink a little bit further. And I'm sure this will be a huge topic of discussion for tomorrow's community forum on this channel, which start, which will start at 1 p.m. Central. So do make sure to join us there to continue the discussion. Mwah. Love you guys. Thank you so much for joining me. Let me see if I can do this correctly because producer wife is not helping me right now. Okay. Bye, everybody. We'll see you on the next one. Bye.